the University of Detroit Mercy presents another encore presentation of a classic Ask the Professor radio program. Today's show takes us back to December 1985. All right, well, it's 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 still winter, and it's still Ask the Professor. And the Tower Chimes are still on vacation. That's right. That's right. They're in Florida. Right. <laughs> Lucky dogs. Brought to you by the University of Detroit. Yeah. This is the radio program on which you match wits with the University of Detroit professors in an unrehearsed session of questions and answers. I'm your host, Edwin DeWint, and today, as we are approaching the end of 1985... Wow. Isn't it amazing? We have most of our panel with us. On my right from the Department of Psychology, Professor Robert O'Neill. Pleased to be here. Pleased to have you here. On his right from the Department of Mathematics, Professor Mary Jo Nichols. It's nice to be here. It's nice to have you here. On my left from the Department of Political Science of Oakland University, Professor John Klemanski. Hi, Ed. Hi, John. How are you doing? And... Uh, Friend, what else is happening? friend Wallace isn't here today. Yeah, what happened to him? Oh, he's doing registrations. We won't uh, be ringing out the old year yeah. with him no, here. No, we'll have to ring in the new one next yeah. week with yeah. Wallace. That's yeah. right. Okay. Most of the questions you hear in this program are sent in by our listeners. If you stump the panel, you will receive an autographed photograph, a photographed autograph, and a bumper sticker. Why don't we continue the tradition of giving them everything this week? Why well, not? we could do that. We could mm-hmm. do that. Then we'll stop the tradition immediately. Yes, yes. We'll... I was going to say, I hope we don't have any questions on old TV shows or lousy films. <laughs> Films or anything, because Wallace is gone. <laughs> yes, and we'll and we haven't said hi to his mom and dad oh, that, either. Right. And hi, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Peace. Yes. <laughs> do, do your Wallace imitation. Yeah. I'd show you. Oh, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Not on the air. <laughs> okay, let's go back to where we were last time. We were in the midst of some questions on astronomy by Daniel Swertnevich of Algonac, mm-hmm. Michigan. And he was asking you um, historical astronomy questions okay. or about historical astronomers right. or something like that. We were kind of slogging along, weren't yes, we? Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's exact wandering around. This astronomer was born in England in 1642 and lived until 1727. His tomb is in Westminster Abbey and bears the epitaph, Mortals, congratulate yourselves that so great a name has lived for the honor of the human race. Who is this man? Modesty Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> Francis Bacon. No. No. Um, an astronomer, English astronomer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. English astronomer. The Biggie. The Biggie. Mm-hmm. Newton. That's right. That's right. Sir, is it? It's funny, you don't think of him as an astronomer mm-hmm. per I se. I yeah. really don't. No. no. But, yeah, he. Yeah. F think equals of him MA. As a trivia yeah. buff. Some other things, yeah. yeah. The Hale Telescope on Mount Wilson was the largest telescope in the world for 30 years. What is the diameter of the mirror of this telescope in inches? It's probably, it's over 30, certainly. That's a standard. Yes. It's about 60, maybe? Oh, more than that. More than that, 120. It's higher than that. 904. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's about 200, let's that's say. That's right, 200, okay. right in the button, that's it. Soon there will be a 904-inch. I bet yeah. you're right. What type of glass was invented by Corning Glassworks specifically for the Hale Telescope? Transparent. Unbreakable. No. <laughs> No, it's, what kind it's of glass? heat resistant. Heat resistant, yeah. It became a brand name. Right. Because that's what you put in the oven now when you want to bake your right. bread you or whatever. That? What do you call it? Mm-hmm. Corningware. Well, <laughs> yes, you Pyrex. call it heat resistant Pyrex. glass. Oh, Pyrex. Pyrex. Oh. That's Corningware. That's a, that is a brand name. They might want to put a pizza on that. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. I never thought of that. In the year 1582, Pope Gregory XIII issued a proclamation that stated that 10 days would be dropped from the current year. Why? 
We had 10 days too many. We needed to readjust yeah, to the calendar. That's right. Back. That's essentially it. Yes. That's essentially it. That's right. So much for the Julian calendar. That's right. It was the end of the Julian calendar. Mm-hmm. I still like it. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I have to read, do all kinds of readjusting now. I'm, I'm working in the, the history of Ramsey as if anybody didn't Greater know. Ramsey. Yeah. We did know that, yes. But I'm into the 16th century, mm-hmm. and um, for the first time in my historical career, I have to consciously be aware of the fact that there's this great shift in the dating around that period because suddenly you can't take anybody Poof. for granted anymore. You have to put an asterisk by all these things after that's, that. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Give the, Gregorian old, the old date, the new date. Oh, mm-hmm. that's terrible. And there it. was a saint, wasn't there, that died during the night of November 2nd to the 12th? <laughs> so Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think that was Maria Goretti. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank Mr. Sretnevich. Oh, that's did, it. He didn't stump the panel, but, but he um, gave it a darn those were good, good. We're going we're gonna to give him we're gonna give the whole Christmas package. Package anyway, so we'll call him a winner because those were those were winning questions. Yes, so those, yes. Are, those were those really challenged us. I thought. I, I thought so too. Yes. But we were equal to the task. Oh, course, more than equal, of course. And not many hints either. Not many. No. Not too bad. Our next set of questions comes from Neil Roberts of Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. who says, "Dear professors, we've all seen those presidential firsts. You know, the first president to wear false teeth, etc. Mm-hmm. How about a slightly offbeat list of presidential firsts? Who was How the first it? president to wear false teeth? And he wants George Washington. <laughs> oh, yeah. but he wants seven out of ten. Okay. Okay. All right. Who was the first president to be a college dropout? <laughs> oh my." Early on. Yes. Well, it wasn't Jackson. Very early? Well, no, not not oh. very, very early. We're talking mid-1800s, uh, maybe? Uh, early so 1800s. Than that. Yeah, it wasn't Millard Fillmore. We no. Know Marty Van Buren. No, he had a doctrine named after him. Monroe. <laughs> yes, yes. A college dropout. Hmm. Who was the first president to never vote in any presidential election? <laughs> How could that be? <laughs> That's got to be Fillmore. Taft. <laughs> Taft. Uh, this must be early also. Yes, yes. It's, it's in that bunch of presidents I always think who would ever know their Remember, names. Yeah. You know, like that, Tyler or Yes, that group. Clay, but, uh, <laughs> Clay wasn't a president. No. The whole area about that. Oh. Tyler. Uh, we're talking Madison. early to mid-1800s. That's right. That's right. Fillmore. Fillmore. No, no, no. Tyler. Oh, Taylor, Taylor. Polk. Oh. It was Taylor, yes. Well, he was a general in the army. He didn't know what he That's was doing. Right. He That's was right. busy. Well, Eisenhower yeah. used to brag. Remember that he had never voted his entire life. Are you kidding? Yeah. Did he vote in '52 or '56? Because he was a general and in the army, and in the army, he just took orders. He didn't bother to involve himself in the political process. Yeah, they were. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> they didn't believe in democracy. No, they, fought they, for they it. just marched. You know. Right. Uh, who was the first president to have illegitimate children? Well, let's. Well, see. Jefferson. That's right. Hey, good man. That's Joe. right. The first of many, probably. Probably, <laughs> probably, yes. Who was the first president to remarry while in the White House? While we, in the White yes, House. to remarry. That leaves out President Reagan. That's right. right. <clears throat> That's right. Hmm. Uh, another one of those forgotten presidents. Fairly early, or? Uh, no. Same. Same. Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. That's right. Oh, very good. Tyler. It's not Taylor. It's got to be Tyler. Well, no, his first it's wife uh, fell over in that pulled. canoe, probably, right? Yes. Tip a canoe. He, he, he tipped the canoe. Could be yeah. Van Buren. <laughs> and Mrs. Tyler went, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, who was the first president to be gay? Or what the, the question I hear is what they used to call a lifelong bachelor. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Didn't ever marry. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Buchanan. That's right. Yeah. That's right. right. 
It should be pointed out, however, that there were people in the past who were simply lifelong bachelors. Yeah, that's right. true. I mean, that's a that's a value judgment that yeah, this questioner is yeah, probably we, making. That we have to be careful about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was the first president to be left-handed? Well, I probably know. We just those. did this, yeah. Um, yeah. and it was Harry Truman. Truman before Garfield. That. Uh, Garf- who was? It's one of those. There's three of them, right? Yes. Oh, it's one of those. One of those. Two. Oh, well, it's got to be Garfield. The first one is Garfield. Right. Who was the third one? Do we remember? Um, Jerry Ford. Jerry That's Ford. Right. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Who was the first president to be an alcoholic? Grant. The first of many, <laughs> also probably. Well, certainly the more illustrious. It wasn't Grant. Uh, earlier than Grant. Uh huh. Earlier than Grant. Mm-hmm. Earlier than, let's say, Andy Jackson. He's um, in the late 1820s, no, early after. after. Okay, so it's between yeah. 1830 and 1860. Well, we're back to Tyler, Taylor, Polk, yeah. Van Buren. Yes. Is okay. it one of those? It's, it's, it's that that crowd. Who's How about Van Buren? This no, time? no, Is it no. before Van Buren? I don't know the dates. The sequence. Oh, these the are port- people that are completely not entities to me. Oh. Okay, we've got your basic Andy Jackson, then you have a Martin Van Buren, then yeah. you have a uh, Tyler, yeah. Taylor, Polk, Lincoln, Johnson. Johnson? No. Grant. This We're one must be, be must, this, I don't know when this one is then. He must be before. Chester Jim. A. Arthur. No. Franklin Pierce. Oh, Pierce when, is Pierce. When is yeah. Pierce? He's in the 50s, I yes. think, or something. Yeah. You're right. yeah, I don't know what he is. Oh, well. Who was the first Gilmore. president to never attend school? Never attend school at all. So we're not even talking about college dropout. No. We're talking no, we're about no yeah. school at all. That's right. Never fully matriculating anywhere. That's How right. about a rough and ready Jackson? Nope. Before Jackson? After Jackson. After Jackson. Mm-hmm. After Lincoln. Too. After Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Johnson. That's unusual. That's right. Andrew Johnson. That's, That's quite right. unusual. Who was the first to have an epileptic wife? Epileptic. <laughs> That's talking trivia here. Yeah. yeah. Really? Um, Gossipy. Let's really. see. Early? Are we talking 1800s still? Um, well, he was elected in the 1800s. It's got to be McKinley then. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Good question, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who was the first president to have no interesting first in his life or career? Fillmore. That's right. <laughs> well, he did have Fillmore. a couple of interesting things. Well, yeah. Didn't we have that whole set of questions about sure. having the first bathtub? bathtub yeah. And things apparently, like that, that thing. apparently that was either made up by H.L. Mencken or oh. someone like that. Didn't Apocryphal? he have the first library, too, and stuff? I remember yeah, those he, questions. Yeah, he has done something. He must have. That's must have. too bad George wasn't here for that. That's right. Yeah. Well, Shuffling back to Buffalo. That's right. right. Well, we thank Mr. Roberts. Mm-hmm. He didn't oh, that's stop it, huh? the panel. That's it. Hey, that's pretty it. good. But um, he'll get the complete package anyway. The Airsats winners uh, package. the end yeah. of the year. Great. That's right. Uh-huh. And now we're going to end up 1985 if it takes us all the rest of this show. <laughs> Don't the rest turn of that year. dial with <laughs> Mac Smith, Smith of Mendocino County, California. Let's, let's close out 85 with Mac and yes, never gonna, hear from him again. We're going to close out. I think, I think Mac's finally left Mendocino He's County. He's probably, yes. Yeah. Heaven knows where he is. I don't know if we have enough. No, just, I don't just, think we have again. enough. Yes, yes. The people yeah, we'll, are whispering we'll have we'll just we'll start all over again we'll with yeah. Mac. <laughs> 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 and the producer yeah. just shot himself. Yeah. We'll have enough. Yeah. Oh, no, we do. We do. Yeah, I, just, I just noticed here. Yes, okay. yes. We're, okay. we're all set. We're all, right. all set. Okay, lay it on us. Let's have it. Okay, now. okay. Before. But first, let's have a little <laughs> break. <laughs> You can email Ask the Professor at atp at udmercy.edu or visit the Ask the Professor Facebook page. 
You're listening to a special encore presentation of a classic Ask the Professor show from December 1985. Matt Mayo and the current panel of ATP professors will return in January with more brand new episodes. So email your questions today to atp at udmercy.edu. Now, let's return to this classic episode of Ask the Professor from December 1985. Oh, hey. And we're back to end up 1985 with our questions from Max Smith of Mendocino Good County. Old Max. Max's been with us the entire year. It's yes, he has. He's been a That's groupie. Right. That's yeah. right. Hammer, anvil, and stirrup are what? Parts of the ear. The bones That's in right. the ear. Oh, yeah, That's bones. That's right. Very, very good. Okay. <laughs> what was the year of the San Francisco earthquake? 1906. That's oh, right. We got 1906. It. Would anybody care to uh, hum a few bars of San Francisco? See, if Wallace <laughs> were here, he would go on talking about mm-hmm. what a horrible movie it was right. to right. McDonald and everybody else. Right. That he saw four times. Yes, right. yes. It On wasn't State as good Street, as that great Atragon attacked San Francisco right. or something of that sort. But he's not here, so we can't talk about that. Okay. Right. On the Celsius temperature scale, the boiling point of water is what? 100. That's right. 100. What's the freezing point? Yes. Ought. Zero. Zero. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Not. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. What is the largest flying bird? Pterodactyls. No. The that are presently yes. alive. Still Top alive. of pterodactyl. Uh, the condor. No. The think the of the rhyme anaconda. of the mariner. Albatross. 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 Okay. Albatross. That's right. Okay. What is the world's fastest running animal? For short distances, long distances, or well, there's the cheetah. Cheetah Cheetah is the answer I have here. They don't have much staying power, but they are darn fast in a sprint. Mm -hmm. Depends what's chasing them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, if you're if you're caught cheating, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. Mm, How much food will you eat in your lifetime? I don't think that's any of your business, (laughs) frankly. But uh, tons. Yes, that's right. How many tons? Four. No. (laughs) Forty-four. That's getting there. Sixty-four. Really? That's too high. Fifty. That's right. Fifty, 50 tons. The average tons. American eats fifty tons of food. Fifty tons. How much prune juice? <laughs> That's how you keep slim. Yes. Four quarts. <clears throat> Name the theoretical restriction on the accuracy of measuring the position and momentum of very small particles. Name the theoretical restriction on the accuracy of measuring the position and momentum of very small particles. As far as the eye can see. (laughs) As small as the eye can see. Is this a mathematical, or is this named after someone? It's named after somebody. Yes. Heisenberg. That's it. Of course. The Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Of course. Oh, gosh. I taught the cross-disciplinary wow. course. <laughs> that is truly amazing. Yes. The lightest noble gas is what? Noble. That's what it says. Noble. Noble. Well, I mean, balloons probably at birthday parties. Helium. That's right. That's right. Why is that a noble gas? I don't know. It rises. Oh. I see. It's not mm-hmm. inert. It's a very classy gas. It is. Right. It's, it's quite noble. Okay. Yeah, it's not yeah. as much fun as nitrous oxide. No. That's there true. are four <laughs> conic sections. Four sections of a cone. Right. Circle is okay, one. Okay, Mary Jo, go for it. No. Parabola. That's right. right. Hyperbola. That's right. An ellipse. That's Ooh. it. And point. That's it. <laughs> Look at that. Point. I mean, point at point the tip everything. of the cone. That's yeah, right. Yeah, what's your, and that's where the ice cream drips out of. Very right. good. Spart your bite first. 
The ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter is called... Pi r squared. Of the circumference no, to its diameter, diameter, pi. That's right. Just pi. plain old pi. That's the definition pi of pi, too. That was squared the radius to yeah. the area. Yeah. The longest and strongest bone in your body is what? The longest and yeah. strongest. That's the right. backbone. Spine. <laughs> you'd think, yeah, you'd think it would. Yeah. Uh, the fibula. The, it begins with an F. The femur. Femur, yeah. that's right. Femur. 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 Okay. What do you call the aurora borealis? Northern lights. That's right. The sun has That's what, what proportion them. of the total mass of the solar system? Oh. 99 point... That's n- it. Is it? That's it. 99%? Yep. That How is about it. that? Wow. Don't, wow. don't seek extra precision <laughs> where none is needed. What flowering plant contains the drug digitalis? Oh, what is the digit what is plant? That? What is that no. No. <laughs> Is it a common plant? Yeah, it's, it's a biannual. Biannual. Um, what are biannuals? That means the <laughs> Dahlia. one year yeah, and then yeah, the next year yeah, nothing. Yeah. You got to keep Mums, planting. Uh, geraniums. No, they, are they real they common? Look, they're very common. Garden they're they're kind of pinkish. A lot Pink. of them are. Begonias. Um, we had one in our backyard that went, went six feet high. Wow. Since then, the rest have collapsed at about eight inches. Hmm. Um, and it's a flowering plant. Yes, and they look, they look like uh, artificial fingers that you'd put on your fingers. Hmm. What are those things? Foxglove. Oh, foxglove. Okay. One for Mac. Two planets have overlapping orbits. Yes. What are they? Pluto and Uranus. Not Uranus. Pluto and Neptune. That's right. Pluto and Neptune. In 1774, Joseph Priestley discovered what? Oxygen. That's right, oxygen. Very good. And it was good because people were really that. Yeah, that things were getting people were blue in the face and everything. Anything. Golly. (laughs) Hurry, JP. Hurry. (laughs) Wow. Just in the nick of time. Oh, brother. In my old hometown, Flint, Michigan, is 62 miles from Detroit. How many kilometers is 62 miles? 100. That's right. That's right. Where do the highest tides in the world occur? Where are the, what? the Bay, Bay of, of Fundy. Fundy. That's right. The highest tides are in the Bay oh, of Fundy. Fundy. Not very Fundy. And what Detroit blacksmith built a boat trailer for a customer who went on to create a huge manufacturing operation? Fruhoff. That's Fruhoff. right. That's right. All right. And finally, an ampere is a unit of what? Electrical yeah. something. Electrical current. Par. Current. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question. This will be the final one. The okay. final one from And Mac. there's one more after this, oh, too. But well, this is, is exciting. Oh, ultra. This is the this ultimate. Is, this is the, this is the last ultimate. final. The final yeah. Max Smith okay. question, oh. folks. Max got to send in more questions. Yep. He wants any more Drink, tension. Send in another, another box. Yeah. The <laughs> Who invented bifocals? Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. And the first ones were wooden. <laughs> well, we thank Max Smith. Max going to get the whole package. Oh, wow. Of course he is. He's kept us occupied for a whole year. And we finally finished. Finally That's got great. to the whole box. Thanks, Mac. I want to thank Mac. That was a that lot was of terrific. Fun. That was. Send another box. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we desperately Next need year, boxes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Our next set of questions comes from Pat McGee of Chatham, Ontario. Okay. International listener. Yeah, we're really doing this. That's lots we've got from Chatham. This is my second set of questions. He said there are 21 questions on astronomy. Ooh, it's astronomy time. What's this deal here? Well, I guess because it's a new year. Remember the answers we used And Halley's Comet's coming up. All that stuff. 18 is a passing score, plus five bonus questions on music. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, great. Why don't we go to those right now? Let's go to those. What prominent celestial object is most incorrect? 
correctly reported as a UFO? Probably like Venus. That's it, Venus. That's right. By using the best telescope on Earth, can the landing craft left on the moon by the Apollo astronauts be seen? Mm, yeah. No. No. No, it's on the wrong side. You know why? Because it's uh, it's the same color as the moon's uh, surface. That's so right. blends Why didn't they paint it fluorescent? <laughs> I don't know. They weren't Somebody painted. could hit it on the way down you <laughs> yeah. know, next sure. time around. That's right. Bump right into it. Yeah. What are believed to be the most remote celestial objects in the universe? Quarks. Not quarks. Quasars. 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 Right. Which of the Quacks. solar system's nine planets have no moons? Mercury. That's right. There's Venus. One more. Venus, uh, that's right. Is that it? That's it. That's all. Pluto what? has one? Apparently. <clears throat> what <clears throat> constellation does the North Star belong to? Orion. No. The big, uh, small, it's the small, small dipper. dipper. Not the dipper. The bear. The bear. bear. Ursa Minor. Minor. That's right. What television talk show host is an avid amateur astronomer? Carl Sagan. No. <laughs> Billions and billions. Uh, talk Day, show host. Cabot? Uh, no, but David night. Susskind. Uh, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. Was there any other? No. What bizarre type of cosmic body is Cygnus X1 believed to be? A bizarre type of bizarre. cosmic body. Uh-huh. It's a nova. No. no. A black hole. A black, black hole. hole. That's right. Hmm. Wow. How many times farther away is the sun compared with the moon? Oh, it's oh, got to be. Is it 40 oh, times, good. 400 times, 400,000 times, or 40,000 times? 400,000. Nope. 40,000. 40,000. Nope. 400. It's 400. Is that all? Yeah. What? Yeah, 400. You know, they're, uh, they're now taking uh, deposits for the first tourist flight out into the... Uh, to wherever they're going, I'm not sure, but it's in outer space. It's going to cost fifty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! And you have to put five down. It's not too bad. <laughs> no, that's just bad. five dollars is not five thousand. <laughs> five big bills there, Mary Jo. Oh, what planet will be farthest from the sun until the year 1999? Neptune, probably, because right. oh, the because Pluto's crossed already. And that's it's right. Inside. Is the full moon higher in the sky during summer or winter? Yes. Winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's winter. That's right. What major world power is not sending a spacecraft close to Halley's Comet? None. Nope. <laughs> Which one isn't? Which uh, one is not sending a spacecraft close to major... Halley's Comet? The U.S. That's right. Pretty Wait, good no. guess. Yeah. Huh? Yep. 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 The traffic's going to be terrible right. up there. It certainly yeah. is. Does the North Pole or the South Pole receive the most daylight during the year? North. That's right, north. That would be the north. Yes. It's tilted on an axis, you see. What is the brilliant object seen in the December skies in the southwest sky at dusk? Is it a planet? It's a planet. Uh, Is it Mars? Nope. Is it Jupiter, Saturn? No. Venus. 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 I thought that was a morning star. Yeah, it's the evening star. Oh. What's the morning star? I don't know. One of those. My nephew would know that. How many stars are there in the Big Dipper? Oh, billions and billions. In the Big Dipper, probably eight. Bob had it seven. As we count. What constellation contains the Pleiades star cluster? 
the Pleiades. What constellation? Is it in the northern sky or it's, southern sky? Well, it's not a lot of bull, I'll tell you. Taurus. That's right, Taurus. All right. That would be Taurus, Eddie. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's not a lot of What country has the largest number of identified meteorite craters? Is it in Africa? Africa. No, it isn't. Is it in... United States? It's on our part of the world. Mexico. Canada. Canada. That's a big country. Yeah. I think those are all just men. It's a meteorite. Awaiting subdivisions. (laughs) What is the only planet whose surface features, not atmosphere, can be clearly seen in backyard telescopes? Mars. That's right. Mars. The red guy. Now we go on to the bonus questions. In the okay. Adams family, hey, we're doing pretty good even without the bonuses. Yeah. Right. So. In the Adams family TV series, what is the name of the two pet piranha fish? They're obviously the names of planets or stars or something. No, they are. No. The, they are oh, this is, is the name of a Wagnerian music drama. This is our uh, music question. Yes. Oh, oh, this is music. <laughs> yes, we're on uh, music. Tristan and Isolde. That's right. Is it really? That's right. <laughs> That's right. What four operas make up the Ring of the Nibelungs? Where's Wallace when yeah, we need him? Yeah. He left. Where are you when we need you? Yeah. <laughs> Sigmund. Think of a brand of New York beer. Rhine. Gold. Rhine Gold. All right, then. What's the name of the of the, of the warrior maidens that used to carry the dead? Oh, the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Okay. That's right. Right. That's right. Uh, the name of a Germanic hero. Sigmund. S- not Sigmund. Siegfried. 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 And, and Brunhilde. Oh, my hero is Freud, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and the last one deals with the, um, literally, the twilight of the gods. Götterdämmerung. Götterdämmerung, that's it. Ah. Götter, not Goddard. Götter. That's right. Götter. Götter. Yes. Götter is what it is. In what year was the first televised complete opera, and what was the opera? It was just this year. No. <laughs> 1960 something. No, it was earlier 52. than that. 52. Earlier than that. Really? Mm-hmm. 40. This would have been, isn't the 40s? 48. Earlier than that. 43. 43. Wow. The stars and stripes forever. No, it was, it was now, it was, it, was, it was an opera frequently associated with Christmas. And kids, the people always dragged their children. I'm all in the night no, that was written in uh, 51 oh. or so. Oh. This was uh, written by Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, sleeping. Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel yeah. and Gretel. That's it. That's it. It must be one of those things just in the New York City area. See, yeah. When they were yeah. embedding TV. Right. What was Rossini's last opera? His last. Mm-hmm. Is it one of the biggies or? It's not a biggie. Not a biggie. But wow. it certainly has an overture that without it, the William Lone Ranger Tell. would have gone nowhere. William That's Tell. right. William Tell. Whatever happened to Bill? <laughs> <laughs> He didn't tell. That's right. Yeah. Finally, what music was used as the th- as a theme in the 1981 movie Excalibur? I didn't see that. I didn't either. Well, they used, they again used a lot one, of yeah. Wagner, but this was not Wagner. This was a rig choral number, 20th century choral number based on medieval songs, hmm. um, medieval erotic um, uh-huh. drinking songs, what have you. 99 bottles of beer on the wall? No, it was the <laughs> Carmina Burana. Oh, uh, Carmina yeah. Burana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, panel, you did pretty darn well. Actually, we did loud, uh, you know, worse on those uh, music questions than <laughs> we did on yeah. uh, astronomy. Yeah, but you did, you did pretty well. Not you too bad. And the best. The oh, best oh, oh, dear. oh my goodness! My goodness! Well, it's that's the end of the show for today. Wow. It's in fact that's the, the end, end of, of the, the year. year. And on that note, I'd like to thank the panel: <laughs> Professor O'Neill, Professor Nichols, Professor Klemanski. 
asked the professor is transcribed to the facilities of the E.J. and A.U. Smith Media Center on the University of Detroit campus. Ask the Professor is produced by Tom McParlin, a technical director at Jim Muir. Executive producer is Vivian Dix. And until next time, this is your host, Edwin DeWitt. Matt Mayo and the current panel of ATP professors will return with more brand new episodes in late January. But we're back next week with another classic episode of Ask the Professor from January 2004.